Hi, and welcome to Better Than New, the podcast to help you find a cool used car, truck, or SUV at a price you'll love. I'm your host, Gary Crenshaw, and I'm really excited about today's Focus vehicle because it ticks all the boxes for the type of cool used car that I love and love to talk about with listeners here at Better Than New. This particular used car is definitely one I think you might want to own as it offers up excellent handling, solid horsepower, and a driver-oriented interior that's just right for enthusiasts who love to drive. It's also an affordable used car, it gets reasonable fuel economy, and it comes with your choice of transmission as long as you want a six-speed manual. And when I say it's today's focus car, I mean that both figuratively and literally as it's actually a Ford Focus. But it's not just any focus, and we're going to dig into the details in just a moment. So hop in, buckle up, and let's go for a drive. So as I mentioned in the intro, today's cool used car is a Ford Focus. But this one is the SVT Focus that was available from Ford from model years 2002 through 2004. Now, the SVT is the hot version of Ford's standard Focus ZX3 and later ZX5 hatchback. And it's called the SVT Focus, or some people would call it the Focus SVT, because it was developed by Ford's in-house special vehicle team, or SVT. And what is that? According to the Ford Performance website, their special vehicle team was conceived in 1991 as a, quote, group of engineers, product planners, and marketing professionals with a mission to create vehicles to satisfy the unique desires of the knowledgeable driving enthusiast, unquote. Basically, SVT was Ford's in-house tuner department up until 2015 when it merged into Ford Performance. But before that, SVT was in the business of developing and marketing factory high-performance halo vehicles for Ford. These were limited production cars and trucks with balanced performance, meaning they stopped as well as they accelerated, they rode as well as they handled, and, most important of all, they had to be fun to drive. Now, some of the vehicles SVT produced include the 1993 SVT Mustang Cobra and the SVT F-150 Lightning Performance Pickup. SVT was also responsible for the SVT Raptor off-road pickup, the Shelby GT500 Mustang, and the Ford GT Supercar of 2005 and 2006. This was the car inspired by Ford's Le Mans winning GT40 race cars of the 1960s. Those are super cool cars. I always wanted to have one, but, you know, couldn't afford it. But at the more affordable end of the scale, SVT was also responsible for the subject of today's episode, the SVT Focus. They even developed an SVT version of the Contour Sedan. I don't know if you remember that, but it was available from 1998 to 2000. It was pretty awesome, in my opinion, but it was one of the least well-known of the SVT vehicles. That said, if you come across an SVT Contour that's in nice condition at a reasonable price, I'd look it over pretty closely because you may want to snap that up. There weren't that many made, and they're pretty rare in nice condition. So if you find one, take a close look. But today, we're focused on the SVT Focus. So what is it that makes it such a great driving enthusiast car? Well, like any good performance build-out, Ford's special vehicle team made across-the-board improvements to the SVT Focus, taking everything that was good about the regular Focus hatchback and just making it better. 
They bumped up the horsepower, improved the handling, added larger wheels and stickier low-profile tires, increased the braking capacity, upgraded the transmission, they performed interior and exterior tweaks that made the car look better, while also providing drivers with a more connected experience behind the wheel. In short, they made the Focus into a hot hatchback. A car with enough performance to be an outstanding driver's vehicle, combined with the practical nature of a hatchback design. So to dig deeper into what makes an SVT Focus great, let's begin with what's under the hood. Starting with the 130 horsepower dual overhead cam 16-valve Z-Tech four-cylinder motor in the standard Focus, SVT engineers, in conjunction with the engineers at Cosworth, by the way, made it better in just about every way. They added a new cylinder head casting with bigger valves and stronger valve springs, and combine that with new pistons to raise the compression ratio from 9.6 to 1 to 10.2 to 1. They changed the cam profiles as well, they added variable valve timing on the intake side, and they combined all that with a two-stage intake manifold for better low-end torque. They also added new exhaust headers, a high-flow catalytic converter, and a more open catback exhaust system for better breathing to give the SVT Focus a nice sort of audible snarl that sounds more aggressive but not too loud, or in other words, just about perfect for a car like this. All these changes gave the SVT Focus 40 more horsepower over the regular Focus for a total of 170 horsepower at 7,000 RPM with 145 pound-feet of torque, which is up 10, at 5,500 RPM, which is relatively high, but 85% of that torque, or 123 pound-feet, was available from 2,200 RPM on up, so the SVT has a nice, flexible motor that delivers high performance across a wide range. All this enhanced power was mated to a 6-speed German-built Gatrog gearbox rather than the standard 5-speed manual found in lesser Focus models. And this transmission has a really solid pedigree. It's the same one that many put in their supercharged Mini Cooper S hatchback that was sold at the same time as the SVT Focus. Now on the handling side of the equation, almost every element of the standard Focus suspension system was upgraded in the SVT Focus in an effort to increase roll stiffness for sportier handling while still delivering decent ride quality. This hot Focus got an SVT-tuned McPherson strut suspension with stiffer bushings, thicker sway bars, and stiffer springs front and rear. The springs were 10% stiffer in front and 20% stiffer in the rear, and the revised rear suspension got a larger 21mm solid sway bar to reduce body roll. Road feel through the steering wheel was also improved when the boost curve on the power-assisted rack and pinion steering was retuned for a more sort of sporty response when going around corners, and the result is a much more planted, better handling car when driven on a twisty road. Now, after the engine and suspension upgrades, the brakes got attention too. Now, rather than a disc front drum rear setup like the standard Focus, the SVT Focus was fitted with four-wheel disc brakes plus ABS, or anti-lock brake system, standard. This included 11.8-inch vented front rotors that were more than an inch larger in diameter compared with the standard car, and solid 11-inch discs were used at the rear in place of the standard drum brakes found on the regular Focus. Now, all those SVT power gains, suspension improvements, and brake upgrades won't make any difference without having a good set of wheels and tires. And the SVT Focus delivered on that front as well, with a set of stock 17-inch wheels with low-profile 215 by 45 tires. 
Compared to the regular Focus and its 15-inch wheels and 195-60 tires, the 17-inch wheel-tire combo allows drivers to easily make better use of the increased handling, braking, and acceleration that the SVT Focus provides. Now, a nice bonus is that this 215-45 17-inch tire size offers SVT Focus owners the option to select from some of the best tires available today, including one of my favorites, the Michelin Pilot Sport 4S. This is an outstanding high-performance summer tire, but performance doesn't come cheap. I checked on TireRack.com, and they were like $238 a piece, $952 for a set. You might be able to get one on sale, but that's a lot of money, especially if you're talking about a car that's not super expensive to begin with. But hey, then again, it's the only thing that connects your car to the road, so you definitely want to have good tires. Now, you could go for something that's still great, but not as spendy. I like the Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06 Plus. That's a terrible name, by the way. It's a great option, though. Now, those are like $160 a piece at Tire Rack, $640 for a set. And for a high-performance all-season tire that could get you through a little bit of snow, it's a pretty good option. Again, don't cheap out on tires. It's the only thing that connects your car to the road, so cheap tires, bad idea. I mean, SVT spent all this time and money to develop a car that can handle better, brake better, accelerate better, and then you're going to put cheap tires on it? Don't do that, okay? Please, for me. Yeah, for you, but for me, too. Anyway, uh, just FYI. I don't get any money from TireRack.com. I just like to use them because they actually do tire testing and they compare tires. So you get a chance to do some deep research that's not just, hey, they're on sale. You can actually compare tires. So go there. Check them out. Okay, enough about tires. So any great driving enthusiast car really isn't complete until it has an interior and an exterior that fits the role. And the SVT Focus definitely has both of those items covered. So on the inside, they installed a white-faced instrument gauge package. It's kind of a nice-looking package. But here's the cool part. It comes with gauges that you need. Things like oil temperature, oil pressure. I mean, oil temperature, nobody puts that in anymore. Oil pressure, hardly anybody puts that in anymore either. So definitely a great upgrade. It's also got a sporty leather-wrapped steering wheel. It's got aluminum-covered foot pedals for the heel-and-toed downshift crowd. Apparently, the pedals are actually spaced a little bit closer together than the regular Focus, so that's cool. There's also a set of heavily bolstered bucket seats to hold you in place. And if you buy one of the European Appearance Package cars that weren't available until the 2003 and 2004 model years, you can also get Recaro front bucket seats. They're leather-covered, but really a nice seat. It's similar to some seats that I've got in an Audi S4 wagon, and they're great. And with that package, they also come as heated because the European appearance package pretty much comes fully loaded. So that's a pretty cool option. Now, on the outside, the SVT goes kind of all in on that understated performance look. Now, you're not going to get some big, dumb, giant wing or some screaming graphics that announce, hey, I'm ready to race. Okay, it's it's a much more subtle sort of approach to performance. So the average person might look at it and say, hey, it's a regular focus. But if you take another look, you look a little bit closer. Those who know what to look for will see subtle changes. You know, up front, there's a new bumper with inset fog lamps, a subtle air dam in the front and smoked headlight coverings. On the side, I think on the ZX3, the three door, the rocker panels have a little bit of an extension. 
And out back, there's a revised rear end that's got sort of a diffuser look, just really attractive. And they combine all that with a small, discreet ducktail spoiler on the back of the hatch, along with a larger exhaust outlet, just to kind of give it that performance look without going overboard. Personally, I find it to be the right mix for a hot hatchback that you want to drive quickly, but you don't want to get noticed by the local Mounties, right? Okay, so the SVT Focus has what it takes to fall into that hot hatchback category, but how does it perform when you actually drive it? Quite well, frankly, at least compared to its competition back in the day. So back in 2002, Car and Driver magazine tested what was then the new SVT Focused against the fourth generation Volkswagen GTI, and it was the 1.8 liter turbo version, not the VR6. They also tested it against the 2002 Honda Civic SI. That was the seventh gen Civic. It's the it's also known as the EP3 model. It's the one that's got the weird little kind of bent stick shift that comes out the middle of the dash. That particular Honda Civic Si made 160 horsepower. It did have VTEC, but it wasn't one of the higher revving VTEC models. Some people liked it, some people didn't. Bit of a mixed bag. Uh, the GTI was, you know, standard GTI for the day. People love those. They're great cars. But the SVT Focus in this three-way test, and oh, by the way, they did try to include a supercharged Mini Cooper S, the 2002 through 2006 model, but apparently none were available. So they didn't get to include it, which is a bit of a bummer because, you know, would have been nice to kind of match up and see where it fits. But anyway, in that three-way test, the SVT Focus came out on top. And really, it was kind of separated by its handling and braking capability. Performance-wise, like acceleration wasn't nearly as good as the GTI. It was a little bit better than the Civic Si. Now, the numbers that Car and Driver got back then were a little, I don't know, kind of suspect in my opinion. 0 to 60, they show as 7.8 seconds for the SVT Focus and a quarter mile and 16.1 at 87 miles per hour. But in, for example, Motor Week, and I'll link to a video that Motor Week did. It's one of their, what they call their retro car reviews. Their SVT Focus, same year, might have been the same car, did 0 to 60 in 6.9 seconds and a quarter mile at 15.4 at 93 miles per hour. That's like almost a second quicker to 60 and six or seven tenths quicker in the quarter mile and six miles per hour faster. So that's a big, big difference. I'm trying to figure out why there was so much of a difference. Maybe it was a really hot day when Car and Driver tested it. Maybe they were at a higher altitude location. Maybe the traction was bad. I don't know. But I would expect 0 to 60 times in the oh, 7.3, 7.4 second range. And maybe like 15.6, 15.7 at about 89 or 90 miles an hour for the quarter mile. 60 to 0 mile per hour braking. Yeah, they do it in about 120 feet. A little bit less maybe. And fuel economy, EPA combines about 23. Auto Week, in a test that they did back in June of 2002, they got 26 overall. And that's, you know, magazine testers, they tend to drive the crap out of these cars. So that's pretty decent fuel economy. You can probably expect mid to high 20s if you have a mix of city and highway driving if you buy one of these things. So that sort of encapsulates the overall performance package that comes with the SVT Focus. Now, let's explore why you might want one and why you might not. Now, you might want one if you love to drive. 
Especially you love driving a car that's balanced, meaning it handles well, it stops quickly, and provides a lot of driver involvement behind the wheel. You might want one if you like a hatchback design. I really like hatchbacks. They remind me of a small wagon. I'm a big fan of station wagons. I know, a lot of you aren't. A lot of you love SUVs and that kind of stuff. But (laughs) I'm telling you, a wagon is great. It's lower to the ground. They tend to handle better. You can easily get people in and out, stuff in and out. It's just great. And a hatchback is the same thing, basically. So I really like the hatchback design. Now, you might want one if you have people to haul, at least occasionally. So the back seat on the ZX-3 and the ZX-5 has plenty of room for like two people. The ZX-5, which is the four-door with a hatchback, that's the one that's going to be easier to get people in and out of because it's got four doors. It's got two in the back, right? You know, it's not a huge car, but still, if you have to haul people, at least on occasion, this car could work for you. Now, you might want one if your budget is beer, but your tastes are champagne. So you need a do-it-all car that can live up to your driving demands. You need a vehicle that can pull double or even triple duty. You know, a practical car that can slay a windy back road or an autocross course on the weekend, then take you to work Monday through Friday, then pick up the groceries after work, plenty of room in the back, then do it all over again while putting a smile on your face. There aren't many cars like the SVT Focus that are as well-rounded, so if that's you, you're going to want to check out this car. Now, you might not want one if you routinely need to carry more than four people. Again, this is not a big car. It's big enough, but it's not big. And in the ZX-5, the four-door version plus the hatchback, you'll find more practicality. And it's easier to get passengers in and out of the back seat. But more than four people is a stretch. Unless you're talking little kids, then maybe three in the back. But with booster seats, it's going to be a four max proposition. Now, you may not want one if... You can't drive a manual transmission. Like all great driver's cars, the SVT Focus came, as the car gods intended, with a manual transmission, and a great one at that, being a German-made Getrog 6-speed. You want an SVT Focus? You better know how to drive a stick. Now, you may not want one if you have a bigger budget, or an even bigger ego, and you just have to buy something new. Look, in case you missed it, this is an 18 to 20 year old car, so it won't be brand new, right? You want new? Be prepared to pay the average new car price of $50,000 or more. Now, sure, you could go for something sporty and fun like a Subaru BRZ or a GR86 from Toyota. Those are fun. They're like $32,000 for a well-equipped model. The problem is I've been seeing them with $5,000 of dealer markup. Then you throw in some sales tax and you're talking about a $40,000 car. You want to pay a small fraction of that and still have a great car? Well, check out the Focus SVT. And finally, you might not want one if you need a pickup or four-wheel drive. Look, this is a front-drive hatchback. It can haul some stuff or some people, but not really at the same time. But it's not gargantuan size like so many vehicles today. So if you want that, get out the checkbook and look elsewhere. Okay, so if you like what you've heard so far, then you're going to want to check out part two of this two-part podcast episode on the SVT Focus coming up next week. 
In part two, I'll go over how many were made, the options that were available. I'll tell you what to look for and where to find great examples of the SVT Focus. And I'll let you know what you might expect to pay once you do find the right SVT Focus for you. So be sure to check out part two coming up next week. And with that, thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Gary Crenshaw. This is Better Than New, and I'm really glad you came along for the ride.